0: Everyone knows that person who can take some of the worst ingredients left in a kitchen and make it into something palatable. But then you give them some actual food to prep, like some steak, and they make something truly magnificent. The next guest on the show does exactly that. In this episode of The Creator's Cast, Brock Whistler gives us some tips in the kitchen and how he got started. How the heck are you, my friend?
1: Man, I'm doing just thinking good. Thinking good. Yeah, good to talk too. to you. you know,
0: I, okay, okay. I got to say, I got to mention this because this is freaking hilarious. Um, Brock was trying to find some headphones to put into his computer, um, but it came up short. And so he pulls out, I see, I'm talking to him on, on a, Uh, Facebook and so I can see him and he pulls out this this old like payphone telephone thing like and I'm like what the heck what the heck is this and it actually works so yes this is a thing
1: (laughs) yes yes it is yes it is you know my my wife is really into kind of like the retro kind of stuff and this is yeah yeah (laughs) it works
0: all right, so uh, Brock, you uh, uh, I asked you a, a while ago if you wanted to be a part of this project that I'm doing, and you were pretty enthusiastic, um, but uh, I want to talk to you about, uh, would, would you call yourself a foodie?
1: Yeah, I, I, I think I would. I think I would describe myself like that. Um, not... I got to I have to make a distinction though because like there's one thing I'm not into and it's gastronomy. And I don't know no. if you've ever heard of gastronomy, but that's whenever you it, it's like professional scientists playing with their food with like dry ice and making pastes out of peas and I'm just like, <laughs> you know, I'm not into that. So I I I'm a foodie insofar as you don't get me involved okay. with that nonsense.
0: Gastronomy. All right. <laughs> Gastronomy. Oh, so that's like, that's like a, that would be like gourmet stuff where you try to make your food look pretty and, and stuff like that.
1: Yes, yes, <sighs> yes. And they do some, I mean, there's some pretty dang cool presentations, but you know, it's maybe for an art project, but <laughs> you know, I want to eat, you know?
0: Yes. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, I, I don't, I don't want to be one of those people that walks into a place and, and pays like 25 bucks to get a morsel.
1: Right, <laughs> yeah. That that's some gas station nachos <laughs> waiting to happen.
0: Yeah, i've I've only been to a few places like that before. One was was a was like a fondue place. It was good. It's just after like none of the servings were good enough. So I went home with my parents and we had a pizza.
1: <laughs> there you go. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. The, yeah. the pizza was the gas station nachos. Yeah.
0: Uh, so ever since I've known you, uh, you've always been, uh, I, I, like, we called you in our dorm, the, the chef and, and, uh, but he was, (laughs) uh, you are always really good at like taking like random things that any of us had and like throwing it together and making something really good. Um, but the thing that i remember most was your your egg noodles
1: oh yeah yeah
0: so those those things were were the bomb.com um but uh <laughs> you know one thing i never asked though like how did you get into uh cooking like Uh, How did you get? Like you actually are pretty good at it, from what I remember, and from the picture that you sent me just before we started talking, uh, (laughs) like you said it was like a chicken pasta or something like that. But
1: yeah, yeah, we, you know, Shaley and I really like chicken sausage pasta. Excuse me, you can cut that out. (laughs) Um, so. Yeah, we you know I it I actually got the idea from that whenever I was in 8th grade I went to Chicago on a school trip and we went to Rainforest Cafe and I had something called Maya Pastalea and when I got old enough I'm jumping ahead here I know there's a lot of story between this but when I when I got old enough and when I actually got to college I looked up a copycat recipe for Maya Pastalea and it had, like, chicken and shrimp and sausage and hot peppers. I mean, it's spicy, like, where you want to, like, cry. Um, and, and I had this funny, like, I always remember this funny story. So, like, whenever I was at Rainforest Cafe, it was so good. You know, I'm this kid eating, and it's, like, a new thing for me. Um, and I, I get to, like, the literally the last bite, and I'm so full, I'm busting at the seams. Like, like, I can't even do it anymore. And everybody else there is like, dude, you got one bite left. You got one bite left. And uh and so I try to do it and I gag and like spit it back on my plate <laughs> and they're all laughing at me. Anyway. But uh since then I uh, I've simplified the Maya pastelea and uh the simplification of that kind of became this chicken and sausage with with noodles and and peppers and tomatoes, just just simple things thrown together. Um but yeah, that's so. That's kind of where that came from. I feel like everything's got a story. That's that's the story behind the the, the chicken and okay. sausage pasta. So I mean, what? Uh,
0: I feel like you're you're pretty un- unique in at least among uh the typical males that I know, especially myself. Um. Uh, like when you when you cook, like it doesn't it's not just something that you throw together just to stay alive whereas for me like i just <laughs> like make some beef patties throw some cheese on them maybe i'll have some i'll you know cook some chicken breast and season it and and then that's meal prep for the week for me but uh uh like do you do you take some like is this like a, a decompressing thing for you is it like a stress reliever or is it just something you like doing that you just want to give to other people or for yourself or
1: it, so it can it can be a stress reliever um i i'm it's very therapeutic for me to be in the kitchen um but i find that if i'm already very very stressed out um it doesn't always help me because if i make something that's not good, and trust me, it happens, Um, you know, I don't, and not everything I make is, is, is grade A, for sure, Um, but I find that if I make something, if I've already stressed, if I've already, like, really kind of high-strung and maybe anxious, if I get in the kitchen and I make something bad, I'm going to be really mad, (laughs) so, so I guess in a sense, um, if I'm already in the right zone, if I'm already, if I'm kind of, kind of mellow, I get in there and, and, and make something that's just really phenomenal. Like that's a high for me, huh. but I'm, I, I'm, I'm kind of, it's very, yeah, very strange that like, it, I, I guess it could go the other way too, because if I may be really uh-huh. stressed and I get into the kitchen and, and, and cook something or go outside and grill or do something on the camp stove, whatever, um, if it turns out really good, even though, I was kind of not in the right place in my mind to do it, then that's also a win. So <laughs> so it's kind of complicated. I've, it's rough relationship uh, with cooking because I've definitely made my fair share of things that were just not good and uh, yeah,
0: that's kind of interesting that uh, it sounds like um, like what you what you're feeling can carry over into the dish. like if you're feeling bad, then the dish might turn out bad.
1: Yes, that is absolutely true. I don't know if that's a general rule for, for humanity, but that's yes, okay. that's very true for so,
0: me. So uh, best best dish you've ever made?
1: Oh my gosh, dude, that is, that is so loaded. <laughs> um, okay, then um, what's
0: your favorite that you make?
1: Um, So favorite, I've got like simplest. Simplest for me is going to be something like spaghetti okay that's my that's my favorite carries over as a kid has lots of ties to my childhood has lots of ingredients that cross over um but all together having the most fun the thing what i really really like to make um is actually uh anything outside uh slow slow cook like like uh on the on the barbecue so i'm thinking like smoked stuff um i really got into smoking uh Smoking meats several years ago, um, kind of invested in a in a side by side Hondo grill, and uh, man, I, I tell you what, you put a lot of time and dedication from the time that you like put the seasoning into the onto the meat. Uh, specifically, I like to do two different things. I like to do pulled pork, and I like to do uh, uh, chickens, um, and just the dedication, the, you know, the, the, the little details that you have to pay attention to, um, you know, like, like drying the thing off and and rubbing it down with oil and putting spices on it, uh, wrapping it for at least 30 minutes or more. uh, And then making sure that that, making sure that that smoker is, you know, right at that sweet spot around 225, you know, building up the coal, putting in the wood at the right time. It's, it's such a process. And I think that's why I like it so much because it is a, it's a process. And even though it takes a long time and it takes a lot of dedication, um, the end result is, you know, does not disappoint. So, um, really like doing that.
0: I think, I think that's where, uh, where I am with like, uh, um, things like this, like this podcast, like originally, like I, I really wanted to, uh, have like, like 10 to 12 episodes and then release them all at once, but it just didn't turn out that way. But because like, I'm so detail oriented when it comes to it. um, Like, I don't know. I, just, but still the, the process that goes into it is, is really, is really fun for me. Uh Whereas if I were stuck in a chicken in a chicken, if I were stuck in a kitchen, Skylar, could you please, could you please <laughs> fix that? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say that again. Whereas, if I were stuck in a the kitchen, then man, I, that the pressure's on for me. Like, like I like, especially if I'm cooking for other people, then like they're they're gonna realize the fraud that I am. <laughs> like I, you're you're alive because you survive on morsels and because yeah anyway uh but yeah that's that's really cool i think that's a that's a common theme with uh, people that make things um that they just really enjoy the process and the end result is can kind of sometimes either be a hit or miss and when it's a miss then they're just kind of like oh okay well i'll just try again
1: Mm mm-hmm yeah and uh there's there's a lot of misses in the in the you know whenever a lot of things work um but i'd say there are a lot of things that don't um you know when i started when i started like smoking meat you know i i think i probably did a couple I, i can remember the first thing i tried to smoke it was brisket and I did not do it right. I thought I knew what I was doing. I thought I'd watched <laughs> enough Food Network, man. I thought I was set. Like I, I put that sucker on on charcoal, and and I didn't remove it offset enough. Uh, the I mean, it it turned out okay, but it was almost more like a <laughs> wet jerky. Like <laughs> like it tasted good, but it was not what brisket was supposed to be. It was it was overcooked. It was. You know, I, I had to save it with barbecue sauce. Um, it was an Easter dinner for, for like a couple different families. Uh-huh. One of those scenarios. <laughs> so, you know, it, it, it was, I, it, I, they said it was okay. I didn't consider that a win, but I did consider okay. it a learning experience. And from that point on, I knew, you know, hey, do some research before you jump into something you think you know something about. And figure it out beforehand So you know that was that was an interesting interesting brisket man
0: for this podcast recommendation i want to tell you about terrible Things for asking if you've ever dealt with grief anxiety or depression this show talks about it each episode features a guest with a unique story about one or all of those things. So go listen and tell them who sent you. Now back to the show. All right, so you were talking about, uh, like uh, experimenting with, uh, with stuff on the grill and stuff, and um, so one thing. Uh, I don't know if I ever told you about this, but when I was growing up, my dad uh, would get a he'd get like one of those uh, uh, Cornish hens, and mm-hmm. he thaw it, and then he'd he'd uh, put all the spices on it and stuff. But then he he there was like this rack that you that you put a, a beer can in, and you open it up, and then mm-hmm. you you shove th- uh, shove the chicken down on it. We'd call it beer, butt chicken, um, <laughs> yeah, right, up on there. Yep. <laughs> right up in there. <laughs> and, and, uh, uh, but I, I noticed, uh, like as I got, got older and like, we started using, uh, like different types of beer. Like we were getting more daring, um, that the stronger beer uh, typically made it taste better. And he had also put like uh, like pieces of apple up in it and, and onion mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, so that's my experience usually with, with grilling stuff. I, like I made some kebabs once when I was on a, a senior trip in uh, Florida after I graduated high school. But um, we were being really dumb because <laughs> we didn't we didn't have any tongs so we used our fingers to flip him <laughs> oh geez yeah oh it was wonderful I bet that felt nice it's super wonderful <laughs>
1: uh
0: so um what's what's something uh that you that you don't cook that's readily available to you that's that's a favorite of yours Yes. Something that I don't That is just cook? like ready made. And it's there for you. You're like, oh yes, this is my Yeah.
1: Oh, that's the stuff. Oh yeah. Uh, cheeseburger macaroni hammer. Oh hamburger.
0: yeah, dude, I remember. Yeah. I remember hamburger. I do. Oh, I do know. know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> dude, um that's also really cheap stuff. So I I think I might go ahead and go get get some of that, but okay okay
1: dude well hey when yeah. i lived with the guys in the apartment in college like i think some of the time i kept us alive on that like that's <laughs> like we had some pretty good stuff too but man there were days whenever we were all tired and we we're like dude i think <laughs> i just want some hamburger helper so um yeah i can we can we say that on, on the pod can we have to say like like like, cheeseburger, oh, macaroni, I, beef I, mix? Like, I don't know. N- <laughs> I'm
0: just kidding. No. It, it, it was funny. Like, on the first episode, I, I gave a, a a little, like, lead into, like, Look, let's hear a word from our sponsors. And just kidding. There are not any sponsors. <laughs> if, it, if anybody hears this outside of, like, my friend group, then I'm st- – then I'll be blown away, but, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Um, so what do you, what do you make, um, that your, that your wife and family particularly enjoy?
1: So we have, so, so I'll start with the family. Uh, I'll do like extended, like my, my dad, brother, ma. so, we have started for my dad's birthday, doing Ooh. seafood boils, and I realized that I am in like the heart of Missouri, <laughs> and we are landlocked, and there ain't no seafood yeah. except in the Gulf, several hundred miles south, you know. Uh, but man, like my so my dad really really enjoys really enjoys seafood. Um, I do too. I'd say in the the realm of favorite food groups food items food categories i guess if you will um seafood isn't my top i am envious of anybody who lives on a coast who can go and grab fresh seafood but anyway you know i go to the grocery store and we do man we do crawfish and we do you know cause you got to do kind of cajun style so in creole style you know and um it's 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 got to have the spices it's got to have the the you know the, mm. the chili powder and the thyme and and the butter, <laughs> the and the, uh, you know, uh, um, one of one of the most important parts that goes in that is actually a cheesecloth wrap with uh, sliced onions, uh, lemons, and garlic, and you wrap that sucker up and you let it boil in the pot with all kinds of old bay and Tony Sachery <laughs> seasoning. Oh yeah, um, you let that sucker get hot and you know. It's another one of those things that happens in layers. It happens in, 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 you know, in a process because you can't just throw everything in. Because if you threw everything in, then the seafood would get overcooked and the potatoes would not be done. Um, so you always have to start it with potatoes. You know, you throw in the potatoes, red potatoes, anything else, and you can just, you know, I don't, I don't even know, red potatoes. But uh, I'm just kidding. If, if you like <laughs> seafood, boil, you can do whatever potatoes you want. But uh, you know, you, you let them cook down, and, and I'm very, like, scientific about it. Like, I, I time it. I actually time it. You know, I put in potatoes 10 minutes. You know, I, I dump in, that's when I'm going to dump in, like, uh, like the crab, and you wait another 10 minutes, and then and then the, the crawfish, and then, so you do it in this, in this process, and, and by the time it's all said and done, you just have this heaping pot of, like, crab, and crawfish, and shrimp and andouille sausage and potatoes and corn oh, on the cob. you're making me so hungry and it right is now. just absolutely delicious and it's something that again if you put everything in it just wouldn't work so i'm gonna sure. uh, can i ask your question trivia trivia okay so in that process what, what would, would i put, in, put in last there? yes uh...
0: What were the ingredients again? We, so we got potatoes, okay. sausage, onion, crawfish. Uh,
1: we've got corn on the cob, shrimp, and I think I think you got it all. I think you Well,
0: yeah. Here's what I know about. I I don't know a ton about cooking, but here's what I know about Thanksgiving. Okay. So. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> The meat usually takes the longest to cook. Um, but I know it's different with, with, uh, uh, shellfish. Um, so, but, and Thanksgiving dinner, though, you, you always make the potatoes last because they're the fastest to cool off. Um, and, but they're also, they also cook pretty fast, too. Um, Let's see and with oh goodness. Uh onions. Th- with the <laughs> onions though, I'd probably I'd probably uh saute the onions and throw them in after they're cooked. So okay, okay, okay. So I'd oh goodness. Shit. <laughs> it's, it's,
1: uh, it's no big deal. No <laughs> Skyler, can no, you no, bleep you're, out you're that, good, that good, S word good. that
0: I just said? um uh wait okay 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 okay, so i'm gonna go backwards this time though i'm gonna so i'm gonna say i'm gonna throw in the potatoes first and then uh then i'm gonna throw in some sausage and uh then i'm gonna throw in the the crayfish and onions
1: Okay. You're, okay you're looking at me like um, I'm not completely so, wrong,
0: but like I was on the way.
1: That, so, so potatoes definitely go in okay. First. Potatoes take okay. the longest to cook in the pot. Um, that is correct. Um, the sausage that I get is usually pre-cooked. It usually goes in at the middle or toward the end. Um, but the last thing you'd think of that has to go in the pot huh. is shrimp. Um, the water the water is so scalding that almost immediately when the shrimp hits the water. Really? Um and, and so it'll change from the blue, the translucent blue, to the huh. pink and the white. Um and it's and if you leave it in there too long, and you know, kind of bolstering the process here, if you leave it in there and try to put it in maybe with the crab or with the crawfish, um, all it's gonna do is get oh. soggy. So, you know, you, you you put the shrimp in last Um, which could also be interchanged with the the corn on the cob. Uh, Corn, a lot of people think corn has to cook because of worms. I've never heard that. Um, Okay, Okay. well, that's good because it's not true. Um, um, Corn can almost just be heated up and eaten off the cob as long as it's to your liking. Obviously, the more you cook it, the more sugars are going to release from it, but uh, I don't want the sugars in the water. I want it in the corn, so um there you go you know some some uh seafood boil trivia
0: okay so what kind of spice am i gonna put on it is there like a like a separate like do you want to throw a little like paprika and then a little salt or like do you have your own mixture that you use and or do you use a anything that's like pre-made like a cajun seasoning
1: so, so I do two pre pre-made seasonings, um, and I like these are my oh my favorite man. So I like I do Tony Sacher's, which is a Creole seasoning, and I do Old Bay, which most people know what Old Bay is. Um, it is it also more of a Creole kind of a Cajun, but more of a Creole seasoning. Um, those seasonings, the basic elements in those seasonings are going to be uh, like celery extract, like celery salt, uh, paprika, chili powder, garlic, onion thyme, um, pepper. Those are your basic elements of a, of a Cajun or Creole seasoning. A Creole seasoning is usually going to have a lot more salt in it, um, and maybe a lot more chilies and peppers. Uh, Cajun seasonings generally have more herbs, thyme, uh, rosemary, things like that. Uh, but so, so if you, if you're ever never, if you didn't have the Tony Sacher's or you didn't have the Old Bay, you could always defer to those other, other spices that I mentioned. And I use them in a lot of, in a lot of different okay.
0: recipes. Okay. So, yeah. Well, um, we're coming up to the end of our time here, but I wanted to ask you, uh, um, you've mentioned a, a couple of times. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm drinking beer.
1: Yep. <laughs> uh, jealous bro uh, skyler
0: <laughs> do your thing man cut it <laughs> uh so you've mentioned uh several times before that uh you would like to like your dream would be to do something with it but on your own not like working for someone but like doing it yourself uh if you could uh what would be uh what would what would you do with it what do you want to do with it?
1: Um, my dream is to have a, either a mobile food business, which is like a food truck or a food truck and maybe like a a catering. Um, I really, I've, I've thought a lot about this. Um, I would probably focus on, uh, like I'm trying to think, uh, fusion comfort foods. So comfort foods from... You know, from different parts of the con- from this country, from different parts of other countries um, and trying to, like, take spins of those things and use ingredients in different ways to uh, to try to make a new kind of comfort food for people who would, you know, would eat it. Um, that That's my that's my dream, man. I'm all about the food truck. I, I would love, love to do a food truck. Um, it is definitely in my Dude, future that'd be plans. freaking
0: awesome. That would be that would be so, legit.
1: Um, I, I've actually, <laughs> I've actually uh, have a name, but okay, uh, yeah, spoiler. yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, no, yeah, you, you, <laughs> you don't gotta share that if you don't want to. That's cool and totally respectable, by the way. <laughs> um, cool. Um, so one last question for you. Uh, for anybody that thinks they can't cook um would you what's uh what's some advice that you would give him
1: um so you'd mentioned earlier you know that you had remembered me kind of throwing things together things that we had to make something good um don't my advice would be first of all be patient with yourself not everything turns out good and the second thing i would say is what you have laying around is probably enough to make yourself a meal. I get that that's not always true. um, But there's something really cool about uh, using, uh, using what you got, you know Um, you've got to use using what you got, taking simple things and making them into really, really, really good dishes. You know Um, if you have the basics, onion, garlic, um, you know, maybe some kind of stock, like those are, those are things to keep in your pantry because you can do a lot of things with those. You can put, you can make pastas, you can make rice, you can make, uh, you know, veggies. You can do, you know, all kinds of different things with simple ingredients. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, that seems like okay. another topic. <laughs> okay.
0: So just uh, to sum it up, if you're thinking about it, do it.
1: If you're thinking about it, do it, and don't think you have to get something special at the grocery store. There's there's something really respectable about just with using what's in your freezer, using what's in your pantry. You know, you got leftover chicken from the grill, and you don't want to eat <laughs> barbecue chicken again. Slice the thing up and make fried rice. You know what I mean? There's there's so many okay. things you can do with what you have, and it and it can be. I'll have to keep unique. that
0: in mind. I'll have to let you know like if I well. One, it's hard for me to have leftovers because I cook for one. But, uh, yeah, I'll have to let you know uh, what happens. And for those of you listening, um, go ahead and give that a try. And I'm going to give it a try. And maybe I'll post a picture and uh, see what what uh, uh, what comes of it. Um, and, yeah, so anyway, Brock, thanks so much for for being on the show and uh really enjoyed talking to you yeah uh, man i actually i learned a lot actually so um yeah uh go uh gordon ramsay it up
1: gonna do it man gonna do it um yeah yeah i I appreciate being on here and uh you know I'm, i'm excited to excited to follow up oh yeah Over that's definitely
0: gonna be a follow-up definitely all right well uh take care man i will talk to you later
1: you too yeah thanks
0: the creator's cast is written and produced by ross holcomb sound editing and theme music by skylar freeling if you're interested in learning more about brock go ahead and add him on facebook I'm sure he'd be more than willing to share some recipes with you. You can follow The Creators Cast on social media. Let me know what you think of the show. Subscribe to The Creators Cast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or on whatever platform you like. While you're there, could you please leave a review and a rating? I'm kind of begging because I hate my job and I don't want to do it forever. And it would be really, really cool if... If I could do this <laughs> all day, every day. Anyway, next week on the show with a new episode, with a jack of all trades in media, my friend Janie Fair sat down and talked to me. I really enjoyed the writing style of journalism, but once I got into the like layout and editing of the visual aspect of it, I really fell in love with the uh, visual communication, like how the placement of type or a photo on a page could really enhance or detract from the actual content of a news story. Thanks for listening. And as always, I'll see you next time.